good morning, everybody. Good afternoon, good night. Wherever you may be on this planet, in our world, in quarantine or perhaps already outside, testing the fresh new air. I'm here in quarantine from New York City. My name is David Broza and I'm gonna bring you a song that I've been singing for over 40 years, one of my first songs in my mother tongue in Hebrew. It's called Yeto. Things will be better. It goes like this. Since then, we've added many, many verses. Me and my good friend, Israeli poet, 
Jonathan Giffen. This one, we had it recently, and it says that we shall learn to live together under the olive trees. And the children will grow up knowing no more wars, no terror, no frontiers. And the fresh new grass will grow over the graveyards for love and peace. After a hundred years of war, we haven't, then we'll not lose hope. More than that, a wake-up call to the soul, to the body, to the spirit, to the ears, to the everything. I, wow. I mean, what you can do with that guitar, I mean, I know you've been doing this for 40 years, but it is still as stunning today as it was any other day anybody could have seen it. I can't thank you enough. And especially for the theme, uh, things will be better. Yes. Well, you know, I get asked to sing this. I know my neighbors already know it by heart because uh, <laughs> it goes through the walls. I sing it three or four times a day. And uh, and very lucky neighbors. You have very lucky neighbors. (laughs) But David, tell us, you know, we're in this moment. uh, We're all kind of hoping that this will be different, Mm -hmm. that maybe we can in this moment where it's so clear that we need each other now more than ever, where it's so clear that we're one, that maybe we can pivot from this and sustain that when the threat dies down, which we, of course, hope it will soon. You've been at this a long time. T- 
tell us how to hold this energy close when the competing pressures come back. I, you know, it keeps me busy uh, wondering on whether all the contemplative moments that we've been having. I mean, I've been in quarantine for eight weeks now with my wife here in, in, in New York and all my friends everywhere around the world. Um, and it has been um, not only a, a moment of uh, a, a, um, reflective moment regarding all our lives as we've known it until now and what will be, it's also a, 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 uh, everybody's concerned about the economic state of, uh, of our lives. And, and these things are, for example, economy distorts the ability to actually maintain a vision. If, you, if we all now envisioning a world that will be actually different as a result of this um, uh, pandemic, um, yeah. as a result of the fact that uh, nations are coming together, that scientists are coming together, hopefully governments are going to put in a lot more attention, a lot more funding into research, into, into preventing the next pandemic, or at least making it a little less harmful. Um, I wonder if the situation that comes as a result, which is an economic pandemic, uh, which will hit everybody around the world, is not going to drive us into a mad rush into trying to make up for what we have lost. And in that process, forget about all these resolutions that we've had, all yeah. these moments of change. Um, so it takes leadership and moments like what you've just uh, created here, with unity around the world, really does. Will this... 24, these 24 hours that you've put together around the globe repeat themselves. Will we be able to create a chain of communication between us? Everything that I have learned about conflict resolution, about coexistence, all these projects I've been involved with in the Middle East, in Israel, for all these years of my career, over 40 years, have come down to one thing, reconditioning and education. Can we educate each other? Can we educate ourselves? Can we educate the communication systems mm -hmm. to be a little bit more forgiving and less yeah. concerned about getting reader, readership and viewership and really tell us the news that are worthy of reading and not creating such um, panic all the time? So I think we have to, everybody has to put in a little bit of what they've learned into this. And this is my two cents worth of, uh, of uh, reflective, uh, I guess, moments that I've come to conclusions with. Yeah. Well, you've, you've kept your heart open for 40 mm -hmm. years. Yes. And a lot of people fell into cynicism, have fallen into uh, despair over peace, have decided that things won't get better, but you haven't. And for that, we thank you and for your continuing willingness to inspire us each and every day to wake up thinking we actually can do this, not to be trapped by our past, but to think now, starting today, May the 2nd, the beginning of a new era of giving and generosity and service, we hope we can do this. And you have been that teacher, David, and we thank you for joining us on the call. Thank you, Tim, and we will do it.